Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 44. And we find ourselves this morning at a moment of desperate need of Jesus. He has to get to the cross. The whole world depends on his arrival there and his endurance there. And all of history depends on it. Your salvation depends on it. Your uh, your uh, The time when you die depends on it. And he can't make it. He's too beaten up. He's too bloodless. He's too... And then we find someone who is the shining star of the crucifixion. Let's let's learn about him today. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them, for them Barabbas. And having scourged Jesus, that was the nasty beating, he delivered them to be crucified. This is from Mark 15, 15. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace. That is the governor's headquarters. And they called together the whole battalion. And they clothed him in a purple cloth and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews, and striking his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. And they led him out to crucify him. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. So first, let's talk about the soldiers. So Pilate delivers him over to them. Well, who's the them? The them is people that are professional soldiers, and there's actually a professional execution squad. But before he gets to the execution squad, he lets him go into a battalion, which is probably 600, the least amount of people. It's 120. So it, it in the best case scenario, it's 120 against one. That's Jesus. And probably it was 600 against one for this little uh, time of cloaking and crowning with thorns and beating him and striking him and spitting on him and kneeling down to him and mocking him and using him as entertainment. Just a horrible, isolating, just you can't get enough of how bad this this is. And this is all indoors, behind closed doors. It's just the soldiers with no you know, guidance or, or restraint upon them. So very nasty time. All right, but I wanted to get to this part because this just killed me today. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. So a couple things. First of all, in John, it tells us that Jesus bared his own cross. He was bearing his own cross. So he started bearing his own cross, but he obviously couldn't make it. And so they need to to seize somebody. Luke says the guy was seized and laid on him the cross. So we find out a couple things about Simon. First of all, he comes. He's coming in from the country. So it, it he he's been traveling from North Africa. That's where Cyrene is to go to Jerusalem to just make it in time, just in time for the Passover. So he probably doesn't know all this crazy stuff that's been happening with the Great Week and the, the glorious entry um, and the palm branches and the and the 
uh, trials with the Jews and the trials with with Pilate. He just just is on the street, and suddenly he gets compelled to uh, carry this cross for this guy. So it wasn't that he was asked or requested in a nice way or begged or he he was compelled, he was seized, he was forced to it, and it's a pretty heavy cross. And, uh, one commentary said it was at least 40 pounds. I don't know how they know that. Um, but here's the, the cool thing is the father of Alexander Rufus, and not only do we find out that this guy wasn't some anonymous guy, it's Simon, we find out where he's from, we find out that he's the father of Alexander and Rufus. So why are Alexander and Rufus, why are his children even identified? And perhaps, and this is speculation, when Mark gets the, gets around to writing his gospel, Alexander and Rufus were known to the the, the Jews of and the believers, not just the, the Jewish people, the people that have come to Christ now because of this. Maybe Alexander and Rufus were the first fruits of the crucifixion. Think about that. So this moment where Jesus is in his hour of greatest need, and the whole world is in the need of this because Jesus has got to get to the cross. He has no friends. He has no disciples by him. He has no family by him. He has a whole battalion against him. You know, trained killers, professionals. Uh, and we find this guy who is able to share Jesus's burden. Maybe he even shared his emotional burden. But certainly he shared the physical burden because on him was laid the cross, at least for a, a time. I think the Father is with him. The John 17, 1 says, this is the moment where the Father glorifies the, the Son. I wanted to... to to uh, read Isaiah chapter 53, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. So this moment that's talked about in Isaiah 53, 3, that people couldn't even look at Jesus. He was so beat up. He was so, couldn't even walk with a, with a cross he, he was so despised, people just hid their eyes from him. And in that moment, we find this guy, Simon of Cyrene, actually helping Jesus. He's the only guy on the planet who doesn't do anything bad for Jesus except for Pilate's wife. So he comes in from a long way, doesn't know what's going on. He's compelled coming in from the country Maybe his sons even become believers because of this, and he shared Jesus' physical burden. Simon of Cyrene is the one shining star of practical help of the crucifixion. Who would have thought it? What amazing thing the Bible is. Yay, Simon of Cyrene. I hope he's in heaven. I hope I can buy him lunch. Thanks for listening.